That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa. And with me as always, my co-host. Hey, it's your boy, Chris here. And this week, we have a special show. We are alone. No guests this week. None. And that is fun. I'm excited <laughs> about that. I don't know as why, but the way guests. you said we are alone just, okay. <laughs> it just hit different. <laughs> I was no, I was like, I'm it's it's just me and you this week. We're talking, yeah, baby. We're talking the it's pod. Me and you this week because that's what we planned and not because your boy <laughs> fucked up and forgot. Are you gonna tell him? <laughs> I was, yeah, so I uh, listeners, we were supposed to have guests, uh, <laughs> and fan favorites too, <laughs> and fan favorites too. And man, bless. Bless Mike for dealing with my shit because I am a fucking mess because I was <laughs> your boy was in L.A. this past weekend. Oh, oh, show uh, us up. not to do comedy stuff, just to have fun with friends. And uh-huh. I quickly learned that 29 is a different beast because I cannot drink and party continuously ah. the way that I used to be able to. Buddy, uh, I'll take one sip and be on the floor. <laughs> Bro, we have Mostly bottomless mimosas. Oh, we have, okay. yeah, we have bottomless mimosas on Fourth of July, and I think Jesus. I had like we were just knocking them back, and they just kept giving us more, and we were like, "Yo, bro, after that, we're gonna go because we're in Santa Monica." We we're like, "Yo, after that, we're gonna go to the beach, and then after the beach, we're gonna get a snack, and then we're gonna get dinner, and then we're gonna go hit back the bars again. It's gonna be so great." And uh, after the beach, we went back to the hotel real quick for like a 30 minute, like change clothes and shit. Nah, and we all nah. passed the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could we couldn't hang happy at all. Fourth of July. We were so we were so tired. Like uh, we door dashed Taco Bell in Los Angeles, where the best tacos are, are around for real. Bro, we were we were gone. Are you serious? You guys got Taco Bell? In California, first of all, none of the real taco places were available on DoorDash. Right. Okay. That. Ma- okay. Sure. But also, <laughs> I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. First of all, I. You know this. You know my stance on Taco Bell on a regular day. Yeah. In a in a place where they only have Taco Bell, and if it's just Taco Bell or a grocery store, I'm making those tacos, even if they suck. Okay, I Taco do not Bell understand how there. Taco Bell is so fucking popular. I don't get Taco it. Bell has been there for me during my highs, and it's been there for me during a lot of my lows. And don't get me wrong, Taco Bell is also the source of why I was in the low. But that's I mean, not sometimes it's there. compounded the lows. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, before we get much further, let's tell everybody where they can find us. Chris, where can they find you? Uh, y'all can find me at Tophermejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitch. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, and uh, also, if you live in the Seattle area or you will be passing through the Seattle area, uh, I co-host a live outdoor comedy show called Good Comedy at Bad Jimmy's. Uh, Ballard with, with, uh, in Ballard. Thank you, sir. Uh, with my dear, 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 sweet boyfriend who has been a guest on this pod before, uh, Bo Johnson. Yes. Uh, we we run it. It's so much fun. Please come out. We've sold out the first two shows and 
We were originally halfway or already halfway to selling out this third show, but we're about to expand seating. So, oh, um, shit. Yeah. That's now big. that the states reopen, uh, yeah. we're, we're able to sell more tickets, but come to a show. That's a we're bringing deal. in great people. It's a lot of fun, but enough about you me. have the lineup for this one. Do you we know? do. We do. Can uh, you announce we have, it um, I can say it. Monica Nevy, who's been a previous nice. uh, guest on this show. She's going to be on. We have uh, some out of town, uh, like we have an out of town LA comic. And then we have uh, a local comic uh, who, uh, is great and she's she's doing a guest spot up top uh, but come to the show and no names see, see the talent <laughs> or uh well because i mean the names they're not gonna know on this podcast so uh, show, have, give them a little shine Tell uh them. brent flyberg uh from yes. la is gonna yes. be coming and then stephanie nam uh who is go. a uh comic based out of here in seattle very nice um brent's funny but, yeah, I know Brent, yeah. Brent's great. Oh, you love Brent. Oh my God. Yeah. Brent. Uh, Where do you think I met you and Brent? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jai Tai, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, come to the show. But enough about me, Mikey. Oh sweetie, boy. Here it comes. Baby. There's more. Honey. Yes, my lover. Hello. Where can people find you? You can find me. It's the easiest thing to do for me would be to go to linktree slash Mike Carrozza. So L-I-N-K-T-R dot E slash M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-C-Z-A. Mike Carrozza at Mike Carrozza on Twitter and Instagram. I uh, have an album out. I um, have another podcast called uh, Bummer Boys, uh, spelled like a bad hardcore band. So it's X Bummer X Boys X. But also I've just started a Patreon uh, where you can get uh, more uh, podcasts. I That's where I have an exclusive archive of my older podcast. That was us with me and Travis Cannon, where we are time-traveling beings who go take credit for inventions so we can be rich and spread that richness to roommates of ours, uh, which in hindsight feels like l- less of a show that I would be on board with, but is very funny, has lots of bits. Uh, it's also got a solo podcast where I update everybody on what's going on and some ideas I've got that, that people seem to like and a new sketch based variety podcast called cult where, uh, I'm doing a lot of weird stuff with it and I'm excited about it. It's a little bit more experimental, a little bit, it's more scripted. Uh, it'll have interviews, sketches, music, uh, everything I can jam into a podcast that I hope people like, but also, I have an archive of old stand-up from 10 years ago that I am also including on the feed. So if you're at all interested in hearing how shitty I was to appreciate how much funnier I am, you can join the Patreon and I will send those. Uh, Go join the Patreon, you cowards. It's been so embarrassing listening to those clips again to pick what's worth sharing. Oh, my God. Uh, And a lot of it, I never want to uh, exist again. Ever, I saw I was like going through uh, like I when I was on the plane and before the, the Wi-Fi kicked in uh-huh. um, I was just going through old videos on my phone and mm-hmm. I was watching a set from like that I recorded oh. from like 2015 or 16 and I was Ooh. I was straight cheeks oh so my mad. god I was bad if you uh, if you are listening to this and you saw me do comedy 
before 2019. Allow me to formally apologize to <laughs> you. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, 2018 was when I, we already had this conversation, yeah, yeah. but that was when we, I started finding my voice. But really I say 2019 on is like, if you saw me do comedy, I feel like I gave myself a good image. Good, um, good. Because that's what comedy I, I is. Think, you can be doing it for a while, but it, it's a slow build and it takes a hey, long time to get good. Hannibal apparently sucked for a long time and then found the right thing that worked for him. You know, uh, I heard that we're like everyone oh, yeah. was there, like and then everyone like moved. And when they came back, they're like, oh, shit, Hannibal's like Hannibal's, good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he would do the same. So Mike Bridenstine's podcast, check out Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. He does this panel podcast and we we talked about old Chicago scene. Like there was a golden age of comedy in Chicago and Mike was part of that. And he was talking about how like Hannibal was like bombed all the time. And he was doing really? those same bits. This he would do pigeon, kick a pigeon, the what? bit on his album, and, it, and it would bomb. And then one night he did it at the show, and we don't know what changed, but everything changed, you know. And so then he started crushing. And he was like, "Yeah, I don't know what's different. I'm just doing the same thing." They're like, no, no, no. There is something crazy happening right now. You are funny now. You know what I mean? So oh, uh, stand up okay. to wild. That's a wild beast, man. So I'm not going to say this on the pod, but remind me afterwards in terms of uh, just bring up this topic when we're done. Type recording. it in the chat. Yeah, I'll, I'm I'll... not going to type it in the chat. And I got one more thing to say before we get into the episode, which is um, I, I don't know how much I can formally announce, but the Just for Last Festival is happening online and in person in Montreal. And uh, you can check out the online events. I believe the online events are free and you can check out the uh, live ones. If you're in Montreal, LA and uh, New York uh, with tickets, there's going to be crazy specials and everything there. And I am, uh, I don't, I don't have, I don't have, inf- I can't say much, but I will be, uh, I will be part. I will be there at some of the shows. I don't know how, what I'm allowed to say, but, Point is, just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I will most likely post about it. I'm very excited about uh, some things, and uh, that's why I'm doing as many shows as possible. And if you want a private Zoom show where I try out jokes for 10 minutes, I will take you up on that because I need to make sure 10 minutes is good. So that's uh, about it. Chris, what about what about our our podcast social media? What, what can people follow us on that? You can find us uh, at we didn't get a pod. Oh, Ooh, we didn't get wow. a uh, we didn't get a rose podcast, podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can you can see the live tweets when the episode premieres on the East Coast because um, uh, apparently there's an East Coast bias when it comes to Bachelor uh-huh. Twitter. Uh, yeah. if you tweet it. If you live tweet this show on the West Coast, no one's going to give a fuck. Nobody's uh, watching. All of the jokes have already been made. Uh, yes, they have. But people are uh, scrolling through that that hashtag, and they're already scrolling through ones that have racked up. Like it's already hard competing against Brett, whatever the fuck his last name is. Because yeah, yeah, dude could tweet a period, and it gets retweeted to oblivion. Period hashtag uh, the Bachelorette and retweets. But. Um, but yeah, follow you know us it's, on. it's nice, you know, somebody, somebody involved with the big bachelor podcasts, uh, likes a lot of your tweets, which you're the one that runs it. 
Chris. Yes. And I don't want I don't want to I don't want to take yeah. credit for that because you kill it every time. Thank we didn't you. get a rose at we didn't get a rose on Twitter and you get the wrap up on Instagram. We do like a, a wrap up of our our favorite tweets of ours and our favorite tweets we saw. Uh, so check that out, too. And um, yeah, it's just nice because I'll be scrolling through Twitter and talking to the group chat and taking notes. And then I'll see one of ours. Like I'll see our image of our podcast come up and they'll be like, wait, this is like 50 likes and it's been three minutes. How yeah. is this? And this is so funny. How dare you? And then I will text you something that I think is funny. And you'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I missed this. Uh, whoops. And and I'll be like that. You're replying to it now. We were texting back and forth up until uh, and, I, and you'll be like, I can't hear you. I'm going through a tunnel. And I'll be like, you're not dry. You're watching a TV show. And he'll be like, uh, mm hmm. Wow. Weather is crazy, huh? And I'll be like, yeah, it's fucked. What is wild, dude? And then I'll have forgotten what I was saying. So, yeah. Uh, but so Chris is the funny one on Twitter. <laughs> He's laughing so hard because it's true. I will often post something. You're just, send like, something every that time, I you're so just like, I know you're on your phone. <laughs> uh -huh, exactly. <laughs> It hurts less when he's like, I'm not tweeting that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I try to compromise and I go, I'll tweet it. And can I get a retweet? And be like, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was one, though, that you tweeted and it got it got some engagements. Was it the singlet one? I don't remember. Uh, oh, it was from a couple episodes ago. Yeah. 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 Um, well, speaking of speaking of episodes, it's time to dive into this one. Yes, let's dive into it. It's really the only is. Bachelor news in Bachelor Nation is just a bunch of former contestants got in trouble because they got caught uh, taking PPP loans, which was the loans that would be given out to small businesses during quarantine oh, uh, to help them up. stay afloat. Yeah, so Taisha got one. Jason got one. Um, Jason. Jason from oh. Becca Cufferings. Uh, oh, season. yeah. So no a number. Way. I didn't know about this. You didn't know about this? No, so, I'm looking this up. Tell me about it. Yeah. So I'm looking it up right now. So let's see. Colton. <laughs> oh, wow. Colton, Tasha, Dale, Ari. Colton got one? Yep. Colton How got the fuck one. he got one? Yep. Yo, they're not screening anybody. And like Ari, like uh, for some of them, like Ari, I think uh, uh, for job, he listed Instagram husband, like shit like that. Instagram husband. The man is a race car driver. He can't get a consultant thing going. Colton, yeah. Tasha, Lauren and Ari. Dale Colton, and Tasha, Ari, Dale, Claire. Nick Vial, what? No, okay. No, Nick Vial says trying what's to legal defend. isn't always right. Yeah, he's saying that the yeah, it's savvy and shitty. Um, okay, well that's good. Good for Nick. Wow, I didn't know about that. Also, mm -hmm. fuck him. Fuck him yeah. big time. So that was Pigs. a big that was a that was a big thing that blew up uh <laughs> recently. But enough of that. This episode we start with it. some peace and tranquility the boys are happy thomas is gone they're like man it feels like we can finally make some headway in this and really open up i feel comfortable around all you dudes i really like you guys let's have a nice time while we're here but also to katie you know and then uh they don't know about blake real quick 
Yeah. So like in these moments, whenever these moments happen on the show, people always tweet, oh my God, like I love this cast, just the, how mm. they're bonding together and all that. And I mm. feel like based off of everything we learned from Rachel Lindsay's article to uh-huh. seeing moments like this on Claire's season and then now yes. Katie's season, we're, these moments have always existed. ABC is just not showing these exactly. moments. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's They've only why done it's that like, recently. Right. And like, as on Matt, as much as Matt James' season was fucked, I'm sure there was a lot of great girl like... Well, yeah, how else can you explain someone like Chelsea hanging out with Rachel in New York and being like, this is my girl? Right. Like they they there was a lot of friendship bonding moments that we would have sure. loved to see. But of course, yeah. ABC is like, no, nah, we're going to have these women fight each other because that's what makes good TV. And right. but, you know, but what? now they're realizing it's not because Twitter is very vocal about liking people coming together, except right. it does seem to be just the guys like the guys are getting a lot of praise. Does that mean that like when the guys are explosive at each other, they're just kind of curt? And direct and then the the you know the edits of the women are like well i'm gonna yell and storm off into this room whereas like we, there's a confrontation later on in this episode where three guys are talking to hunter pretty bluntly and they're like well matter of fact this this and this and they're kind of aggressive but just in tone right and that's about it and I, that's kind of wild that like that's the edit you know i it's interesting i will say my theory Yes. is one people really didn't start saying this about the guys until claire and tasia season um and well, katie's also been very vocal on twitter like well you don't see a lot about these guys right she like posted stuff about each guy like you know um uh, people were talking shit about hunter and she posts like you don't know these guys like by now do you know that hunter has tourette's Right. Like, we don't know that. About, you don't know that about him. He has Tourette's like that's something that we don't see at the, on the show. And we don't know. We don't have that depth of knowledge to him. But then a lot of people came at that tweet like doesn't excuse him for being a piece of shit. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> why when Katie people tweeted Tourette's that, I was like, like that I was does like, not excuse it. Like, fuck you, dude. What? Like, yes, that that explains the and like the whole nose thing. I was just like, fucking whatever. Like, sometimes you just got a runny nose like it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't even think anything like that. But like when she tweeted that, I'm like, Katie, I get it. Like, I get oh. it. I get why you're trying. But like, it was also like at the same time, don't act like you didn't see don't act like we didn't see like Michael A almost get murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, his... that was Justin, though. But it was oh, all yeah, started true. because... But that of... says a lot about Hunter, where that happened to Michael A in all of Twitter. It took it's like five minutes. It's Hunter who started tackling people to shit. Yeah. Like, it's not that kind of game until somebody brings it out and they're like, well, now I'm mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, also, to be like, hey... Oh, yeah. Well, you don't know this. You don't know this about Mike, but he's he's at, oh, he actually. Uh, 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 oh, fuck. I was trying to find another thing. Oh, if I had Tourette's, you know, if I had Tourette's and somebody was like, you see, he's not that bad of a person. He has Tourette's, huh? I'd be like, wait a second. That's like the only reason I'm not a bad person. Like, can you point to the actual actions? <laughs> like what I do? Talk to me about it. What I do? And then, you know, I don't know. So either way, 
Katie's talking to Caitlin and being like, you know, Nick showed up late on your season and you let, let him participate. Like, what is that like? And Caitlin's like, the guys aren't going to like it. They were hurt. They were hurt. That stood out to me. The guys were hurt. That is an interesting thing to consider. Um, and then Tasha enters and the guys are nervous. And she says, Katie sees potential here, but this is Katie's journey. Mm-hmm. And then she tells them about Blake. And I'm part of me is like, I hate that they're making Tasha do this. Like, but that's also like what Chris would have had to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, the only I would have rather it been Caitlin. Yeah, where it's not an ex talking. Yeah, about yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. Yeah. Cause part of me is like, let's face it, man. Tasha wasn't dating Blake, like quotes, yeah. you know. Da- da- Blake was at the bottom of the two yeah. bachelorettes. Like, it's man, come fuck on. off. They it's, were barely an afterthought weeks. in their seasons. It's so exactly. stupid. None of them dated Claire. Let's no. be real. Oh, let's be very clear here. Not a single man other than Dale dated Claire on that season. And then Tasha shows up and fucking what's his face from football. And like Blake, we're like, man, I'm real torn up about Claire. Let me take a second to think about it. You know, you're like fucking wh- what? And then that's the guy that she's like, he has a great heart. And, you know, technically, yes, he date. This would be his third bachelorette. They're like, excuse me, producers, you don't need to bring that hook in that bad. Yeah. Blake walks in. And it is icy, I, fucking freezing, cold, cold, cold. Greg says, I feel like I'm dating Katie. He walks in and this sucks. And Blake opens with, I know you hate me. I don't like the tension. I can already feel it. But know that I'm only here because it's Katie. And then Michael's like, like yeah, so are we, jackass. Like, what do you think this is? <laughs> like, I will say like at that. first, I didn't like how Blake came on. But then afterwards, when I thought about exactly. it, I liked it because Blake just was just straight up like, I'm not going to be fake. I ain't going to yeah, try yeah. to be buddy, buddy. I can appreciate that. Yo, I'm here for but Katie. Something if y'all like Blake, me, man. you like me. If you don't like me, you don't like me. Yeah. I get why you're upset. I do. I really uh-huh. do. But I could I I could not give a singular shit yeah. because I'm here for Katie. Exactly. And then Hunter has a talking head and says, like, the last thing we want is for someone to come in here out of nowhere and get the one on one right away. Oh, my God. Really projecting those fucking producers manifesting. And then the date card shows up and Blake, let's make up for lost time. Love, Katie. And the silence is thick. Mm -hmm. It's disgustingly quiet. It is painful. It is like they're these they're messy mad. bitches. <laughs> they are mad. Like, uh, and then Blake says, "Obviously, this is the best case scenario for me, but you guys don't like it." <laughs> like that was fucking obviously this. <laughs> Blake just straight up being like, first of all, obviously I'm pretty fucking happy about this. this is like, dope. I get why you're not into this. Yeah, exactly. Second of all, if you're upset, lick my gooch. Uh, I'm uh-huh. gonna go have fun. Uh huh. So Katie shows up to pick up Blake. And then she gets in. She's like, oh, this is your house, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> she's like, I haven't seen where you guys are staying. Oh, this is your house. Like, like the, it's like their home. And it's right. so funny to me that that was the first thing. And she sits on the couch and she goes, so how's it going? And crickets. And she goes, oh, boy. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she. 
that was like one of those things when like like when you're like when you're like uh when you know you're annoying the person you're with Uh and you're just like but you love me though i i felt like that was like it's exactly what i thought it was gonna be like she just was like they're not gonna like it i have to brace myself and and she's like well at least they're gonna respond to me when i say how's it going and then she gets (laughs) in like so what's up guys and they're like Mm-hmm. she's like oh, god really this is oh, god i can't fucking believe this shit um she she said that with the reaction of like ah oh, fuck i left my car on because i was really uh-huh. hoping <laughs> i was really hoping this was gonna go quick it was like okay i should have had him meet me out in the desert or something <laughs> um so i knew i should say we should have met there this is reminding me about how so katie afterwards talks to the guys about how she knows blake but this is reminding me about how i did it didn't sit right with me that Tasha's big thing was like, this is Katie's journey. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is all about Katie. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, these are human men who are looking to share their lives with Katie. And yes, it's about Katie, but like, we can't forget. They're not just like disposable. I thought that that was yeah. like, it's, they're going to have to, charm katie and for her to find them you know anyway i just thought that that was bonkers no i i agree where that's the thing about well yes it is her journey and all Mm. that at the same time whether it's the bachelor or the bachelorette uh what i really dislike is that it perpetuates this idea of like the bachelor the bachelorette kind of attitude right where it's just like they get to do whatever the fuck they want and you have to suck it up when it's just like in real that's, life, dating is supposed to be a two way street. That's also why I think it's nuts that Thomas got booted off for even thinking about ever like saying yes to being the bachelor. Should it come up like Katie said yes to being the bachelorette? Right. You know what I mean? It's not it's something that she thought could possibly happen. Yeah. You know, you think she wasn't at home thinking, watching the season going like. I mean, maybe they'll make me the bachelorette. It's like, that's something that's going to cross your mind, especially if that's the way you're living. And Thomas was Thomas was smarmy and gross. And I I really disliked him anyway. But the fact that they were like, you are fake and you I can't believe that you would ever oh, even think about the possibility in which things don't align with me and you and the possibility that you'd be so charming and handsome as you've been told many times you are to be on this show that you could ever possibly be the bachelor. Oh, my God. What an insult to calm down. Chill. 100%. And let's not forget, like, I still think it's nuts. Katie was TikTok queen who mm-hmm. like showed up with a vibrator. That's not the attitude of somebody like that's not that's not the vibe of somebody that knows they get far in the show. And then right. like also I get that you feel like you have a connection with Matt, but you see all these other connections with the other ladies, too. And you're like at a certain point, you're like, I don't think it's me. Right. And you have to think like, well, shit, am I getting paradise then? Like, that's definitely right. going to happen. So it's I think like, it's a raw deal altogether. I think. Like with the whole Thomas stuff, it's all of these men are bullshit. Yes. Just yes, like yeah. how, just like you said, just like how Katie acting like she didn't think, like go on the show mm-hmm. for everyone's bullshit. Yeah. Everyone comes on this show because they're like, hey, worst case scenario, I get some, I get some followers mm-hmm. and I get to be on TV. 
What's and the worst like, that can happen? I get a couple followers. Like that's the first thing. Right. And like, I think every man, every woman goes on that show, maybe not thinking I'm going to be the next lead, but at least no. like, Hey, hopefully I last long enough and I go on paradise. Like, cool. I mean, first of all, they're like, hopefully I fall in love, but then like best case scenario, I fall in love with the bachelor or bachelorette. We get married. I get the followers no matter what. I get the right. love of my life. And right. we get to have like this very nice love and a crazy weird life as influencers at this point and right. whatever Bachelor Nation jobs we can get. But right. the floor on that is like, hey, if I'm likable enough on TV, that means I'll get a boost of some kind. And like, that's right. normal. That's normal to like rationalize it in that way. You're trying to convince yourself to go on national television to find love and definitely potentially get a bad edit and like embarrass yourself or kind of fade into obscurity like some other guys on the show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's not it's not like like, why wouldn't you want to talk yourself into something like this and think about all the possibilities? It's not like a an immediate. Yes, I want to be on it thing like right. I it's I, anyway. Yeah, it's it's Amazing. very much like Tom Thomas having that thought is not why he should have been crucified the way he was. No. The reason why he was crucified is because he went about it terribly. Oh and then God. also well, at the same time, it was time, also it's the like, mob mentality of the guys, yeah, and that too. And but then Katie also, also as being well, like, "We are in a police bachelor state, uh, okay? You narc on everybody. You tell yeah. me everything, Trey. You get the rose tonight because you told me that that this guy sucks." I do think it's funny. I do think it's funny now that now that you worded it like that. I didn't see it like that, where it's a, like mm -hmm. a police narc state. I think it's yep. funny of just the running theme of Karen's calling the police. Right. And we got kind of like this mentality going on. Uh -huh. uh, audience, I'll let you fill but on that. The, that also comes back to what if he was make. saying last season, if he was talking about Katie that way last season. Oh, that's Although, true. I'll say. The way it was presented to us did feel like a clicky fucking high school bully shit with mm -hmm. the new girls. And that I agree with stepping up and talking about. But this one guy being like, yeah, I've considered being the bachelor and then talking to Katie. And she's like, I'm not seeing the smarmy part yet. And it's like, give it time. Let yeah. him talk to you for a well, little bit and really absorb what he's saying, because it's it's substanceless. Your soul can't be fed by words of right. a fucking crook. That sucks, dude. There was no reason to bring it up. And it's one yeah. of those things where it's well, like he was at that group date, the therapy. Yeah, but date. he should have he should have thought of something thing. else. Like, yeah, nothing. he should he should have thought of like literally being like, nothing is coming to mind that I can share. And I'm sorry. I wish I had something that came to mind right. or that I felt comfortable sharing. At the moment, this isn't the setting for me, and I apologize. Uh, and I applaud all these other people for opening up, and I I hope to get to a point where I feel comfortable to do that. But I will, you know, if you want to talk one-on-one, -on -one, maybe I'd feel a little bit safer about it. You know what I mean? Right. Better way to handle that than be like, I mean, yeah, let some girls on. Like, I don't know. I'm thinking out loud here, but uh, like, oh, I, I wasn't... Um, you know, I wasn't faithful, but my God, Katie, you're, you look amazing. And right. uh, did I think I'd come on here and get a couple followers? Yeah, but like you're so you're beautiful and charming and fun. And I right. changed my mind. It's like, what the Thomas, shut up. Yeah, it was just we aren't 
page one of the notes out of nine on this episode. And I am. Yeah, let's move forward. I'm let's not move letting forward. this let's be. Move forward. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. So she tells the guys how she knows Blake. And that's like when she got the bachelorette, Blake messaged her on Instagram, like congratulations or whatever. And that was it. Real yes. quick. I want to say this. She made it sound like Blake and her have been talking for all of this time. And then she just explains to them. No. Yeah. He just slid into my DMS. And I was just like, word. Like it was just like don't just do be mean? real. She you find it like, like that. She didn't it, make it, it seem like they've been talking a while. Like oh, it I didn't feel that at all. I thought it was like yeah. So like, how do I know him? It's like he just messaged me when I got the show. He said congrats, and that was like the one line, and that was it. He slid into my DMs and whatever. I think he's fine. I met him. He seems nice. I'm gonna get to know him better to give him a fair shake this week instead of a group date because you all have your dynamic here, and we'll figure it out next week. Okay. I'm going to go on this date. And then she says, I value every relationship here. But in the first meeting with Blake, there was some chemistry there, too. So I have to follow that. And then there was weird ass eerie piano music that was doing too much uh, before they like as they left and the guys were left behind. It was creepy as shit. And it's date time. And Blake is afraid of horses. So naturally, the producer said, let's make him go horseback riding. <laughs> Um, and so they get on the horse horses. They each have their own. And Blake says, honestly, my favorite thing he said so far, which is Katie, what's go. What's go on the horse. <laughs> what's go, Katie, as in like, like it's got pedals. <laughs> like he's going to fucking press a button and the horse is going to go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I all all I have here is that she's like too agreeable. I like it felt forced with in the first little bit, but then we find that it's not the case. Mm-hmm. They're talking. He's like, the first time I talked to you, I was so nervous. And she's like, Yeah, I get it. And he's like, Have you traveled much? She's like, Taiwan, yeah, you know, a couple other places. He goes, Africa. And she's like, No. And he goes, I've been to Africa. And I'm like, Okay. Did you bring up the one interesting place you've been so you could talk about it? That's such a leading. Uh, and I look, I shouldn't have a problem with it. I just don't like Blake. You know what I mean? So automatically, I'm like, everything he does, I don't care for it. So uh, they're chatting after the horses. She goes, uh, you kept saying things and I'm thinking, check, check, check. It was so easy. And Blake's like, it gives me butterflies when you say that. This is what I came here for. And then they kiss and he gets a rose at the dinner dinner time she's like i can't stop smiling we're like the same but i don't know if that's a good thing and he says so you know what's made you so vocal and sex positive and whatnot and she goes through the story about the assault the same info as the group take and like i appreciate that this is coming out on the show and this is happening and you know all that stuff i just don't know if like it needs to be rehashed to this extent. Like we as an audience are watching every week. We've seen this. This can be painful for some viewers to like have to see this again. Yeah, exactly. They don't do trigger. They don't do any trigger warnings. No, it just came out of nowhere. And Blake was like, so what's the deal? Why are you so into sex? Cause, and then I think maybe he was, she, he was expecting her to be like, well, you know, I was uh, into it. And then I was like, fuck yeah, this stuff is cool. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah, me too. Remember how on my season I sculpted my own dick? That was pretty fun. I also love sex. We should do that sometime. You know what I mean? And so I don't think he was expecting that, but he does, he reassures her in in a big way. Like she's very appreciative. Mm -hmm. And then 
Uh, Katie says, on a different note, did you have fun on the horses? And she talks about how conversation with Blake is easy and he gets a rose and they continue the stupid trend of the private concert from a person that I've never heard of before. Lane Hardy is playing with his band and I just don't know. I don't a country star and then I just don't under she plugs the band too. Like she mentions the name. Oh my god, like so and so came Hardy. to play for us. Like, do you fucking even know who this person I, is? I I don't even care. Um, so Katie in a talking head says, I can see myself with Blake at the end of this. There, I said it. You know, like that's a that's a wild thing for her to say. Yeah. Like, so it's interesting too, because like this is the guy she just met him, you know, a couple days before. This is their first date. It's like is it it didn't really seem like that extraordinary of a date but hopefully it like it makes sense and she's there to find love and as much as she is my wife i hope she finds it with one of these guys and i hope they're right for her and i hope it's nice and good i i you know i i just don't get i don't get um i have a favorite and it's very clearly i have i have a couple favorites in this and blake isn't one of them yeah uh, because of the way he was on the last season where he bought a book and that got upset that he bought a book you know uh for claire <laughs> oh claire. <laughs> yeah i forgot about that um so the group date is uh everybody but andrew is just the easiest way to say that so you got the people that you're gonna highlight here are like hunter courtney um uh justin michael greg connor aaron you know, those are the guys that you really see. Mikey, the Virgin, a couple other guys that I I don't remember even being there. Trey, Trey was on the date. He must have been. I think so. Point is, they get to a field, and Katie's like, "I was really into sports growing up. It's a big part of my life. I played volleyball." And then Wells Adams and Franco Lacosta show up, and they're like, "It's time for Bachelorette Bashball Battle. It's rugby meets basketball, and the winning team." Gets to hang out with Katie for drinks afterwards. And I hate when they do this. Remember last season, season before, I've always I've always told I've texted you every time this happens. I hate when they make the group date have to not hang out with the bachelor or bachelorette afterwards mm-hmm. where they have to be extra competitive when right. it's supposed to be fun. Right. And then you have to like and then some people are like, well, we lost and they resent some of their teammates. And then other people are just like not athletically inclined. And then but also they usually are because it's this franchise <laughs> yeah shout out to uh shout out to michael a who was just like this is the worst day of my life <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which by the way by the way those singlets they're wearing okay you if you're a longtime listener of this podcast you know that i i submitted to be on katie's season and you're telling me it would not have been worth it to keep me around for five weeks to have me on this date and be the only guy busting out of that singlet with a gut and some titties and to be like, this is hilarious. Play it up, buddy. Have some fun. Laugh at my expense. I would think it's pretty funny, too. I slap my gut, probably get a big sunburn and play my heart out. OK, I would give it my all. I'd probably not make uh, much uh, uh, work on the field, but it would have been entertaining. All right. So, hey, bachelor producers. You fucked up. Okay. Bring me on. <laughs> it is, it is kind of like how for both on the Bachelor and Bachelorette, 
how negative for body positivity this franchise is because they never find normal looking people. Even it's Michael's always like, like I've got a dad bod. We're like, you look Michael shredded, still dude. had abs. Yeah, yeah, but like that was bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John was probably the closest to like a regular guy's v- physique. Who? Who? The guy who was like the like super smile guy. Oh, oh, teeth. Yeah, teeth. <laughs> okay, but he was still thin as hell. He was still thin, but I'm talking about like he wasn't he like wasn't this like cut up. He wasn't like a reject Marvel superhero. No, like no, he no. was just I like he was like a dude who I felt like I would see in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All I'm but, saying is like, but you gotta have a little bit of the grotesque in there to have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Have some real fucking have a husky. Have a husky on there. Get yeah. Show like Kendrick says, I want to see something real, like some ass with some stretch marks, baby. Gimme, get a look at this belly, baby. All right, let's do it. So Hunter and Katie are doing tackling drills and Hunter's like, as far as I'm concerned, I've already won. I'm the one spending time with her. And I think, oh, God, that guy makes me so mad. They start the game. Greg scores first. And then uh, I think uh, Franco says, I think Greg has a crush on you. And Katie goes, I hope they all do. (laughs) Uh, Hunter tackles the shit out of Mikey P, the virgin. And then Hunter like runs by Katie in the booth, like the commentator booth, and goes, "That was for you." That was the most psychotic part of it. To me, it's like, "Hey, that act of violence that we honestly didn't talk about before the show, like it's been light tackle drills. You know what I mean? It's been mostly passing stuff and light tackle drills, and uh, you know that that uh, rant, that act of violence that I've just committed against somebody that I'm living with and that you are interested in, um, that was for you. Enjoy that. That was like the sports version of when dudes are holding up fish in their profiles, thinking that's yeah, dude, yes. that's sexy. Yes, 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 yes. It was exactly. disgusting. I hated it. it. <laughs> It was so like that was for you. Like the fuck did you yeah. think Katie was gonna do? Just squirt all over the field? No, that you hurt somebody. Why'd you have to bring squirt into it? <laughs> <laughs> you just had to. Uh, anyway. Oh, listeners, if only you could see the <laughs> visual disgust from <laughs> from Mike's face. Of come on, man, we were having a good conversation. Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> I wasn't disgusted. It was like, oh, how am I supposed to? We're gonna have to linger on that. I don't have anything to add. Uh, then there's a lot of fucked up tackling and Hunter, like the hunt. So somebody in the confessional, I think it was Aaron, who's like, the Hunter stuff happened, and we all started blasting each other. And Hunter, his confessional, his talking head goes, "Personally, I love this aggression level." And I wrote in all caps, "I fucking hate everything about this." Yeah. And then Hunter is definitely the dude who he just takes. He's definitely the dude who shows up to the Y to play basketball and takes uh, it way too seriously. Yeah. Didn't you, uh, didn't you tweet something about. Yeah. I tweeted Hunter's the type of sports dude who he would be, he would make every, like, it was like something about like, uh, he would make every game shirts and skins. Yeah. 
but even though you're playing some shit like golf where it's just yeah. like also shirts and skins is always always has been the stupidest shit you mean you mean to tell me you can't recognize who your teammates are unless you see nipples uh-huh. get the fuck out of here yeah come on man like or divide by you know hey man there's three of us wearing a black shirt and two guys in jerseys and one guy in a yellow cap i think we got it you know what i mean let's pair up based on the you know what makes sense right so it's getting really aggressive and michael michael a the father the man who lost his dear wife uh whose birthday it was yesterday gets tackled from behind and who the fuck did that was like i literally was like who in the fuck in the right and then it was justin and i was like come on man you know better exactly i literally was like oh i'm mad at you but dude like it's just because i'd say come on you got sucked in and michael hit the floor his neck and back looked fucked like like, they looked it looked rough it looked so rough and then my group chat i i think it was kicks who texted in the group chat she went imagine getting paralyzed on the bachelorette like what the fuck what? <laughs> oh, they definitely they shot that man with steroids to be like, we need you for oh, at least yeah, yeah. five more episodes, buddy. I know we are. We're going to give you. We're not ta- I don't want to talk about the promos, but I hated the promos. I'm not talking about the promos. Yeah, um, that man Katie was knocked the fuck out. Knocked out. Uh, and that's why Katie calls the game. She says, that's it. Uh, if any of these guys left, I'd be devastated. You know, like, what if? All that kind of this stuff. This is the second time they've done an athletic thing that it got incredibly it. violent that they had to call it. Yeah, Aaron and Cody. Yeah, Aaron well, they didn't Cody have to call that one. They Cody Aaron just won, you know. Well, that's true. Um, but it was it did get aggressive, really aggressive. And then mm-hmm. she's like, You're all winners, and that means we all get to hang out like it always should have been. You're telling me you couldn't have said that at the beginning, and Hunter would have been like. I guess I'll get my time later. You know what I mean? And maybe mm-hmm. been a little less aggressive, although I don't believe what I just said because Hunter, that's what it is for him. He was just right. jonesing to tackle somebody. Right. That's a man who's been too rough with his son. And like, you're like, oh, he's such a happy dad. And you're like, he's been mean. I can tell. Oh, he 1000% goes tech and tag tournament on his own child because his child stayed up past nine. Like <laughs> this man is, Okay, I think I, t- I, I tweeted it as well, but I texted you first of just like, Hunter seems like the type of dude who like just assumes you're into getting your face slapped in bed and just does that Doesn't shit. ask, yeah. Which, which obviously I'm not, nothing against getting your face slapped in bed, but that's the type of shit that you, you gotta ask yeah, beforehand. Yeah. You can't just that's assume someone wants to like. Buddy, if I'm having sex and I get slapped in the face, the first thing that happens is I'm gonna be like, hey, excuse me. I have, what I have, are you doing? Yeah, I have been with women who want their face slapped, and uh-huh. it's like, okay, all right. Now that I know, let's let me figure out a scale. What's <laughs> what's the pain level you want? Because that's another thing too. Just because yeah, someone says, "I want my face slapped," some people be like, "All right," and then fucking just you like seen those Russian face slapping competitions. <laughs> And it's just like, no, like I want you to do like a little bit, whereas some are just like, I want you to fuck. I want your palm first. Like what? I want you to hit me like a conga. I want like you to one tattoo you my slap face with your edge palm. And fucking, 
you whip with the you ever played congas man you throw down where you're like you hit with the palm and then your fingers snap like with whiplash it's like bam you get you're not actually hitting it with your fingers you're 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 getting it so it's like whoop it's like oh god i can't explain it i want you to slap my face with the same speed of when there's a bug on the wall and you know you got five milliseconds to hit that yeah yeah. i want just that there's and And then i want you to punch me the way you punch that same wall once you miss that bug because you know hunter's done that too there's just there's levels to it and just hunter just chris chris but chris but Hunter has Tourette's. Oh, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> hunter montgomery recently on the bachelorette murdered two people um uh i just want to say you don't know these men like i do he has Tourette's. <laughs> get the fuck out of here oh my god yeah hunter just seems like that type of dude yeah uh, he is that dude he's gotta be that dude he is that dude. He seems like that dude who, like in middle school and high school, was just like, "Let's wrestle," and he's just like, "Bro, we're waiting in line." And, and you'd subway. say you'd be in the middle of saying no, and he's like, rah, 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 "It's happening anyway." Or one of those dudes, you know, those dudes who were just like, "What would you do if I put you in a headlock?" And as they're and saying they that, do they're it. putting yeah. you in a headlock, and he's just like, "I don't know yeah. what I'm doing right now." Let that kind of guy please. that would show up and pick up girls in high school, like like literally pick them up and be like, oh, look, look I'm picking you up. And they're like, fucking put me down. Like, I didn't. Yeah, we don't know each other like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all the guys get to hang out. They go to the cocktail after this date. This is all in caps. Katie's red tight ass leather ass dress like, yo, what the fuck? That's my note. Uh, she looks amazing. It's a great look on her. Good job. Like Katie's just a babe. We can, I think she's very beautiful. Mm, I love it. You're beautiful. Great, great, great. Good job. Um, obviously. Okay. So Michael is the first one to go hang out with Katie and she brought him an ice pack, which is so sweet. And then she goes, I was pretty emotional seeing you get hit. And I was immediately like, we have to stop. I was emotional. Yeah. Save Michael at all costs. Yes, exactly. Because then Michael opens up about like, you know, it's like um, yesterday was Laura's birthday. His uh, his deceased wife, his late wife. That's the way you. that's what that word is. His late wife, uh, Laura. And uh, she's like, OK, well, you know, at least I'm glad you got to celebrate Laura in your own time. He's like, usually I spend it with my family, but you bring me comfort. And I feel like that there's something special here. And then they share like a little bit of a silence and he goes, can I kiss you? And she goes, you can kiss me all you want. Like without even thinking about it, it's like you can kiss me. Go, go, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then she Michael, he goes, man. but he's, you got to come here because I can't move. Oh, man. Oh, that I was mean, I fucking that was here. great. I can't move. That was great. That was a that would have been a beat moment. in a sitcom. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That was definitely Michael's one of those dudes who, regardless of if he came yeah. on the show because he wanted to have a following or not, regardless of that, I don't I think know that that's him. I think, I, to be regardless honest, I think of whether or not he's ready, because he does seem to be still it's fresh, dead it's very yeah. fresh, yeah, like, it's very yeah. fresh. But, um, but I will say he does, 
he's one of those people who come on the show where I'm like, you didn't apply. Someone nominated you. Bro, yes. Yes, they did. He's one of those people. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like, for example, on Matt James's season, I would say Michelle or Abigail, in my personal opinion, would be women who, like, y'all didn't apply. Someone okay. applied for you. I think... I think Michelle might have applied. I think Abigail also might have applied, but also it took a lot of convincing. I think Michael, it, there's no doubt he didn't apply. Yeah. Yeah. I think he definitely, someone nominated him and he was yeah, just yeah. like, he was like, and like, he was I'm just sure. like, you know, I should get back out there, this and that. And mm-hmm. like, it, sure, it'll be fun, this, this yeah. and that. Uh, Michael's just great. He just seemed, he, I he, like him a lot. Yes. Yes. These are all TV edits, but he does. I think if there was some sketchy shit about Michael, it would have came out by now, just like how all of the shit about Greg. Yeah, about has Greg, come out. yeah. The speed at which that came out was like immediate. You think we wouldn't have stuff on Michael? Which Hold is just, it's, it still disgusts me that it's just like Bachelor Nation, even when people have been posting about Greg, just don't give a sh- They just don't. No, they don't give a fuck. It's crazy. The stuff we've read about Greg is legit abuse. Yeah. It's um, like it's like yeah. mental and emotional abuse and just and I and I'm not saying that would have been excusable no matter what. But no. it's just like we've canceled people in this in this franchise over much less. And we're giving Thomas Greg is a being pass? lambasted for saying something like I have considered being the bachelor. Yeah, it's not just, to, like he is. He was smarmy and awful, but like, yeah. I don't know. I think Greg deserves a lot more hate than he's getting because he's not getting any and he deserves a lot more. Um, So Connor B plays the ukulele and sings her a song. His chest is out and way sunburned and she loves the song. And it's honestly, it's just fine. It's like unremarkable. It's all right. It's not bad, but it's just like, I don't. Okay, dude. But she is tearing up and she says, no one's ever done anything like that for me. It's like, what, Katie? Haven't you gone to college and had a fucking dude with a guitar hit on you? Yeah. Because like, like that shit on, has girl. happened. Like, yeah. 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 And then Connor goes, you can kiss me now. And like they kiss. And I but I'm like, how have you never you've met a guy with a guitar, right? Because that shit just happens. Yeah. You know, uh, the boys are talking away from Katie and they're, you know, Justin and Aaron and Courtney. They're like, yeah, I can't believe it got so aggressive. It really got out of hand. Hunter says, yeah, despite the injuries, I had fun. Like, I thought it was fun. And then he sniffs up so much. He, like, snorts snot. Just, like, just a big old fucking, like, I can't even do the noise. I don't even like, remember uh, that. It's like, it's like he, it's like he's, like, hawking a loogie. He's just, like, trying in to get. In front of Katie? No, in the group, like, with the guys. Oh. Away from Katie. And then we get. Say, I don't remember that. I'm sure there's a clip of it somewhere. Aaron says, I can't stand this guy. He's responsible for this aggressive mentality, and I can't imagine him staying another week. And I'm like, okay, Aaron is negative, but he's also right. But Aaron is showing himself to be the most negative guy out of all the guys. Aaron, there are so many tweets that were just like every time, like once like Thomas and Carl uh-huh. left, Aaron is just like the Terminator finding a new target. Exactly. Like, yes. Which one of these motherfuckers am I going to hate right now? Uh-huh. And when will it be? himself um 
Hunter says, I feel confident. I didn't come here. He's saying this in a confessional. I didn't come here wondering if I was going to get a rose. The other guys I'm sure are doing stupid stuff. There's no one like me. My relationship with Katie is as strong as it can be, and it'll only get stronger. Trey is talking to Katie and he's like, would you be open to a dance class? Because I want to learn how to salsa. Courtney has her wrap him up in toilet paper and he goes, I want you to know that I'm going to be the toilet paper whenever shit goes down. And she's like, I love this. And I'm like, girl, please, girl, please, sweet, sweet Katie. You cannot placate some shit like that. I There's being polite and then there's being destruct like that is. That is not something to encourage. This is somebody. the same woman who thought who saw Connor show up in a cat suit, and her reaction was, "He has the same sense of humor as me." But who? But who? I this I, this one I didn't buy. This one I was like, "Nah, she doesn't like it either." And then Courtney goes, "Am I on a roll?" And she's like, "Oh my god, stop, stop it." <laughs> Uh, and then all in, in all caps, I have, first of all, girl, please. Second of all, bro, please. And then in all caps, let me off this ride. It's killing me. That's when I stopped the episode last night because I rewatched. I watched the rest of this episode today because after that moment, I was like, I don't need to see anything like that. Um, genuinely could not watch. Could not watch. Oh, Chris is on mute. That's why you didn't hear him laugh at that. Uh, he muted himself to take care of something, but he laughed hard. You can, he's not going to admit it until he's off mute, but, uh, or even after then, but he laughed really hard at that. And now are you off mute? I told, I totally laughed hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I yep. needed you to say that because he was muted so he can take care of something a little noisy back there, but he laughed and it was upsetting that he laughed while muted. <laughs> God, this next part. This next part almost made me turn it off just like the toilet paper thing because Mikey, the virgin, is talking to Katie and he goes, I speak in sports terms and the goal is to get to first base. And Katie's like, absolutely. And as they're moving in for the kiss, this guy explains it. So like they're leaning in and he goes to be able to have a first kiss. believe it and also everybody knows what that fucking euphemism is every like you don't have to be a, like you you heard that you like your virgin is showing bro but also like yeah. even people who fuck like who's talking about bases and sex right now because it's yeah. like nobody agrees on what they are and then also why are you talking about bases my body is a temple not a baseball diamond you fucking treat it like you're praying and get on the knees. Oh, wow. I said that wrong. I meant it as a lady saying it. I didn't mean I meant lady saying that to the guy because she's like, you get on your knees to pray, to get, you know, to give me the fun stuff versus me being like, lady, get on your knees for me because I'm like, I'm not about that. You come first. This Turk a turn. I'm editing this out. Hunter tells Katie he's never introduced his kids to any woman he's dated. Chris, are you okay? Uh, And then he shows her pictures of Bennett and Madison. And she notices that he's a different guy in the pics with the kids. And she's like, you're such a proud dad. And he's like, I want to share that with you because I want you to meet them. And this is when I'm like, this guy has a, a tool in his back pocket and he used it. 
It's all competition with Hunter. I do not believe that there are genuine feelings there. I think it's a conquest. I think it's a Katie is a prize and therefore I will win the prize. And how do you win that? It's by getting her affection. How do I gain her affection? Well, I have these children and when the time is right, I will let her know about the children and how you're special because I've never introduced anybody to them. It's like, yeah. Hey man, there's a huge difference between how Michael is bringing up his kids versus how Hunter Massive. is bringing up his kids. Yes. With Michael, you can tell he's bringing it up because it's just like Natural his kids flow. are such a part of his life. Mm. Um, and his wife was such a part of his life. And he did it more in the lines of like, hey, Katie, just so you know, like my wife died. So like that's still a big part. And and also I'm it's not something through. I'm not going to talk about. Like he's like, right. this is something I've, I'm li- I've lived through and it's right. informed how I'm thinking. And for you to understand the way I think. Right. Here's there was the nothing story. about Michael bringing it up where it felt like he was nothing. using that to get sympathy. Whereas Hunter, like when he cried on that therapy yeah. group date, it Ugh. felt very much like a move of like. It felt like, oh, crying is five points. Right. Yeah. Like it was very much like, bro, fucking yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I don't trust Hunter. I don't like Hunter at all. Not just not just his personality, but I don't like his fucking face, dude. I feel so bad knowing that, like, yeah, sure, we probably don't know this guy at all, but like, I don't think I'd get along with him in a way that, like, oh, we're texting now. You know what I mean? We're not friends like we are. You know what I mean? If I met Hunter, I'd be like, you seem fine. You, you know, the show made you out to look like this. And I tend to believe that because that's not the kind of stuff that just kind of, you know, surfaces without there being something really pushing it at the bottom. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm not like, I'm sure this is pleasant, but I'm not for this much longer. So thank you. And good night. Um, We cut to Andrew and Blake at the house and Andrew gets the one-on-one date card. And he's like, I'm nervous. You know, Um, he's, he's like, I, you know, this is, this is a big deal. You know, this is really going to seal it for me. And that's, very sweet. I like that. Cut back to the guys. Hunter's talking to the guys. Katie reiterating the fact that this is ending in an engagement is important. And then Michael says, well, you know, he tells them about his late wife and Greg can't handle it. Greg is like, I had no idea about your story. I can't believe how well you carry yourself still. You're so positive. And he's like crying and all the guys are very emotional and, you know, Michael eventually says, like, when you see someone you love fighting for their life and there's so many things outside of your control, you find positive even when your world is falling apart. All the guys are like head in hand or like, you know, kind of leaning forward and, and just really taking it in. And then he's like, this is why I didn't want to bring it up. You know, like I didn't do this earlier because I don't want to be the downer guy with like, oh, my wife is. And then he's like, and also, well, yesterday was my wife's birthday. And then Trey and Greg and Justin all start crying. And uh, the guy I've never seen before uh, comforts Michael. And then Greg gets up to hug Michael. And Michael's like, I can't move. Like, I can't hug. Like, you got to come to me. And so Greg hugged him by, like, standing over him. And Greg is like, he walks around with a smile every day. And I walk around worrying about the smallest shit. And then Michael says, time, what I have is perspective. Don't waste your time. It's finite. And Greg's takeaway, live every day like it's your last. So I'm meant to be with Katie. I'm like, bro, you missed a lot of the points here, bro. 
I like that that entire discussion boiled down to Greg being like, cliche. Now I get it. Man. I fucking can't stand Greg. I know. I hate him too. But he's next. Katie and Greg talk. She says, you have resting sad face. You look like you're such a lost puppy dog. And he doesn't like that. You could tell he was upset about that. And then he goes, I'm crazy about you. It's so hard. You're so worth it. I know it in my heart. I feel it. Katie's emotional. And she goes, one of my biggest fears is that is you wanting to leave. And then she gets back to all the guys. They're all sitting down. She talks to everybody being like, this was very nice. Uh, Hunter, will you accept this rose? Hunter gets the date rose and Hunter says all but two people are here and I got the rose. And even if they were here, I would have gotten it. You know, this is all in the talking heads. Greg says, basically, Greg is like this guy for real. And Aaron's like, he's two faced. He's duplicitous. I do not trust him. And it's like, yeah, but Aaron, you got to be less negative, but also you are correct. But dude, you are like, you are not representing yourself well, but also like you are 100% in the right. You are absolutely, I agree. But man, your whole role can't be like, I hate everything. Yeah. It's um, like, it's like, Aaron, you're right. But you, if you're going to be the lead investigator on this case, you got to, you got to, you got to smile. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, I know it's not good. How to about tell you smile people. more? <laughs> yeah, I know it's not good to say that, but it's also like Aaron, bro. You gotta chill a little bit. Take a second, chill a smidge. Um, it's time for Andrew's one-on-one, and Katie picks Andrew up and brings him to the woods. This is a hate crime. This is white people. <laughs> you gotta white people. Y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop making us colors <laughs> go to the woods. You gotta stop doing it. You got the amount. <laughs> Of white women I've tried dating who've been like, oh, as a date, let's go fucking rock climbing or let's go do this, let's go do that. And it's just like, I understand that the level of threats as a white person is pretty low. So y'all have to go find danger to feel like you're living life. <laughs> but it's life is already dangerous for us as is. So we don't need we don't need this shit. Uh-huh. I, we don't well, oh my God, like it's it, it there's been so many times where it's like. Like a white girl I was dating was just like, oh my God, we should go camping. Isn't it so fun? You get to be one with nature. I'm like, I pay overpriced rent for, oh. Yeah, you knocked out your microphone. (laughs) Chris is really into this. Chris is so into this rant that he knocked his microphone out. (laughs) Test, 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 test. Okay, I had my audacity stopped. I had to redo it. So, well, no, now you gotta gotta do that all. You gotta like, it's not gonna, is it recording still? Yeah, it's recording now. Okay, okay. All right, good. Um, But the amount of times I've like, like gone on with Y1, she's like, we should go camping. Like, you're one with nature. Oh, yeah, clap. Three, two, one. Okay, we'll keep it. Uh, the amount amount of white women who are like let's go camping let's go camping you'll be one with nature like i spend overpriced rent yeah you pay fucking reason we are going to be in the city where there's witnesses because it's like witnesses (laughs) i did this on a tiktok once and i've been meaning to elaborate more on this joke okay or like turn into a bit but like I, I need to word it carefully because I don't want it to come uh-huh. across in a in a weird way. But like women I will mean. always be like, well, like, because like I came from Florida where it was just like the the custom was like, no, you pick up the woman you're going on a date with, you pick sure. her up, you take her to the place, you drop. That's what a gentleman does. So when I moved uh-huh. here, that's what I thought. And then 
like when I moved here, no woman I ever asked out ever wanted me to pick her up at her place, which is understandable. She doesn't know who mm-hmm. I am as a person. She doesn't know if I'm a serial uh-huh. killer. Uh, so that's valid. Uh, but it it was just always funny to me where I'd be like, um, no, I don't want you to pick up. I don't know if you're a serial killer. Anyway, I've been spending all week watching true crime documentaries and watching uh-huh. Criminal Minds. And then I made a joke about how I've watched so much true crime that I could probably get away with murder. Anyways, you want to go to the woods with me? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't at all. Just as much you're afraid of me. I've seen Get Out. I, I, you are just as much of a, of a threat to me as I am. Let's be real. No, uh-huh. thank you. I am not going to the woods with you, Ashley. I am going with you to a place where there's witnesses. Ashley. Look at me for a second. Look at me, Ashley, please. I need you to understand. We are going somewhere public. There will be more people there than we expect there to be. We'll be like, oh, it's a little packed in here, huh? And then we are going to go. We're going to have a nice time at that restaurant like we are. I am not going into a shrouded area with you. After you have confided in me that you have enough knowledge to get away with one of the most serious crimes there is. I, I, I don't know if this is funny. and I don't know if the point I want to get across is going to get across. But I remember mm-hmm. one time after going out with a girl, I was just like, hey, do you want me to uh, walk you home? Since Because uh, she lived nearby where we were. I'm like, do you want me to walk you home? If not, mm-hmm. no biggie. Don't want to make you feel uncomfortable or anything like that. I just want to uh-huh. offer because I'm aware of the world we live in and I just want to make sure you get home safe. Yes, this yes, is, yes. This is not a last, last second no, effort no. to kind of like, yeah. I just want to make sure you're safe. Um, and she's like, no, I'm fine. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. I was like, okay, all right, well, let, text me when you get home so then I know that you got yeah, home yeah. safe. Um, and then as I'm on my way home, uh, she was just like, uh, she was basically just talking about how she ended up getting lost. <laughs> on her way home and i was just like girl i need you to get home safe and she's like oh because you care about me i'm like because i was last seen with you i was the last man seen if something happens to you i am suspect number one i am currently in a taco bell right now i need you to get home safe i'm currently at a taco bell right now with cameras on me and (laughs) witnesses i have not gone home immediately because of this very reason now i I need to know where you are i am sending you an uber you will get there you can you you can get home safe from that but i will definitely not be in another false like false imprisonment situation Say, girl, you are a white woman and this is America. I need you to get home safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you, you are die, the child that I falls die. down a well, we look into that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh mm-hmm. it's very much anyway, all of this is say white women, stop taking us to the woods. Uh so instantly when they were walking to the woods, Andrew not was trying it. to play. Well, it Andrew, off. yes, he was being he was trying to be so cool about it. He was trying to be cool about it, but he yeah. was just like, yo, this is why my auntie told me not to date white women. Like this uh-huh. is <laughs> like, Well, look, so get a look at this. This is the exchange I wrote down. So, first of all, she picks him up to bring him to the woods. Katie is happy. She can bond with him over their childhoods. She's also a total babe. Like, wow, my God. That those are my notes I'm reading. She goes, for me, it's the little things in life that count. And Andrew goes, we're walking in the woods. It's a little stressful. And she goes, I hope you're feeling brave today. And he goes, I'm about to start running. (laughs) And he looks terrified. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was that was him at the lightest knowing i am on a primarily white fan uh-huh. base oh yeah, TV yeah, yeah. Show. yeah yeah i yeah. can't make the jokes that i want to make right now or but... the ones i've made are not gonna air <laughs> yeah or the ones i made are definitely not coming to yeah, air yeah, yeah. at all that is definitely uh-huh. oh man yeah so that is white people just stop 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 <sighs> we don't like the woods like y'all do okay but all right but but chris chris the Be woods have Tourette's. <laughs> I'll never, one of my, not to be this person who's like one of my favorite jokes, but one of my favorite uh-huh. things I tweeted was a screenshot of this girl who I was dating uh-huh. in 2000. Yeah, no, last year, early last year. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, um, she asked me if I wanted to go rock, cl- rock climbing as a date. And uh-huh. I was just like, yo, I, fuck, what did I say? I think I said like, yep. I, this I, is your favorite thing, this- but you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'll find it. Let's move I'm on. I'm on page six it. right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. Let's move on. So they find a spot in the woods and Katie's like, Andrew, hold both of these lights. And you can see it on his face. His thoughts are, She's occupying both of my hands. This is not a good thing. It's literally, oh, no, now I am defenseless. And she picks oh, up. Oh, OK, I found it. So basically, oh, okay. I tweeted a, uh, a white girl suggested we go rock climbing for our next date. And now I understand what Antonio Brown meant when he said no more white women 2020. <laughs> I, like I don't know it. who Antonio Brown is. Oh, he was a football. He's a not a good person. But he just like uh, out of the blue tweeted, no more white no woman what? 2020. And it's just, it was just become a meme nice. ever okay. since. Well, then good. Yeah, dude. Uh, they get to that, that part of the woods uh, and Katie turns on fairy lights, just like a lot of uh, hanging lights in the trees. It and was it looks cute. very cute. It was cute, but you should have had that shit turned on already. Yeah, exactly. I agree. But then where's the surprise in that? It's like, exactly. I don't need a surprise. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ro- if the roles were reversed and a man uh-huh. brought a woman out to the dark ass wood. Matt James did that shit to. Yeah, no, he did. I was forget it the who? show. And we're no, all like, yeah. Um, Piper was Piper's date. It was because Pi- it was a carnival. It was Piper. Yes. Uh, and it's just like, yo, what the fuck? Are you about to murder me? So uh-huh. I think the takeaway from this is stop yeah. taking people to the woods. Yes. Yes. Or at least have the lights on. Have the lights on. Tell them what you do. Telegraph don't, the destination. Don't make the woods a surprise. No. No. Make the city. <laughs> like if you're in a city, yes. make that yeah. a surprise. You can make yeah. that a surprise. Not the so they got they got lights in the trees and envelopes hanging and it's the the day card says uh, you must lift your partner up in hard parts of life and so Andrew lifts up Katie to reach envelopes and there's a bunch of them and they grab envelope one which is show me your signature hey. dance moves and bless you <laughs> that you know I'm not doing any editing right um, so powering through. Andrew starts dancing. I am not going to touch this. Andrew starts dancing and he's like, well, you got the whoa. And then he goes dolphin fins. And my next note is yeesh. That is rough. 
And then Katie does like the lasso thing or like the fishing thing. Like, oh, I thrown out a line and look yeah, what I bad. caught. And she's reeling him in. Uh, the next envelope is imitate an animal. And Andrew goes, I do a pretty good wolf. And he does. A, he howls like a wolf. And she goes, that was like an injured dog. Do you want to try again? And he goes, no. <laughs> then we cut back to the guys at the house. Hunter is talking at Connor. It does not look like a conversation. Hunter's talking at Connor about Andrew. He's like, like, he's like, I don't really see what she sees in him. And it's like, buddy, don't you know people don't like you, though? Um, envelope three is what's your perfect day? And Andrew's like, Sundays. And Katie's like, me too. And he's like, well, okay, we can wake up a little early and then like hang out in bed and, you know, be with each other in bed and then just like chill. And Katie's like fanning herself while she's talking about Ooh, bed, huh? Mm. And she's like, what about brunch? And he's like, okay, I don't want to seem lazy to you. And she was like, no, I want to be lazy, Kate. And then Andrew laughs way too hard. Did you clock that? Did you clock him laughing too hard? That was a laugh that we've all done. Um, Uh Uh-huh. I am on a date with this person and I like you very much. (laughs) And I like this person and I find them so cute that I am not allowing the comedic part in my brain to tell me this joke fucking sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have that reflex anymore. I can't do that. So I apologize to anybody who's ever tried to be funny with me on a date. I, I am so sorry. I like you a lot. I'm definitely, I actually, I remember one time I was on a date with this girl and she said something and I, I don't know, maybe I I had enough rum and Cokes where things were hitting Uh different. But I laughed pretty hard of it. And she was like, Chris, that wasn't that funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's she happened to me on a date before? Out. What's happened to me on a date before is like a girl, like uh, a girl was like, oh, she did a joke. And I don't remember the joke. She just like told me a joke. And I was like, Mitch Hedberg, 20, 2005 or something like that. And she was mm-hmm. like, oh, I just like read it online. I was like, uh, yeah. And like, like I, she was like playing it off like oh, she came up baby. with it. She thought she was playing it off like she came up with it. And I was like, oh, Mitch Hedberg. She's like, I don't know. I read it online. And I was like, whoops. He's dead now. <laughs> um. So they take another envelope. Envelope four is, would you rather tell the truth and maybe hurt your partner or lie? And Andrew immediately like, tell the truth. And it's like, what? What are, what are you going to answer? Are you really going to say you want to lie? Yeah. To Especially Katie who's like, don't lie to me. It's like, no, of course don't lie to her. Um, and then, you know, uh, they do the dirty dancing lift to get another envelope. And then she slides down him with her legs around him and they make out. And it's like, Jesus Christ, is it this easy just being hot? Like, fucking stop it. Uh, what is this? How is this what it's like being a hot person? Like, I can lift people. I just not that high because I'm limited. I can lift people not for long. Like, yeah. Oh, I can fireman carry a bunch five of five seconds of solid <laughs> yeah. air time. I will. I will lift you over my shoulder like I'm saving you out of a burning building. Is that hot in any way? <laughs> uh, then they go break some ceramic hearts hanging like in like pinatas and they have to wear goggles, which they didn't explain, which is like that. Of course. What's something you learned from your parents relationship? It's mostly what not to do. She's like, don't worry. You can talk to me. We're in the same boat. And he's like, I learned to not leave my partner hanging, you know, or my kids hanging. I've learned 
that I don't want to miss any moments with my kids. And she's like, I've learned not to settle to take time to find your forever. And I thought that, you know, both of the very sweet. They seem to be vibing. They seem to be on the same page, right? Katie has a talking head. She goes, I'm having a good time with Andrew. It's so easy being with him. And I love our relationship. He just goes with it. It feels like we've been dating for a long time. And that is very telling. I love that one. That's always I really that, like that. That's always a sign. A of good like, sign. Of like, not necessarily that this person is the one, but yeah. like. It's worth it's investigating for sure. If, like when you meet mind you, someone, this is accent guy, dude. <laughs> like, we hate that's him. how great Andrew S is. We forgot about that shit. I didn't forget. <laughs> I, I forgot it. I love Andrew uh-huh. S. I, I Me too. I'm on board. You, I'm on yeah. board. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's such a good like that. That always anytime I'm like on a date with someone and I feel like. I feel like our dynamic, like it's as if we've been talking for a long time. Yes. I, I, th- as bitter as I am, I, I turn into a, you're giddy, such a sweetie. You are I, I such a into, sweetie. I turn you are into not as bitter heart. as you pretend to be. I, I know I, 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 I it's, we were not okay. have to get into that, but the point uh-huh. is when that happens for me, I'm just like, yo, like uh-huh. my true cancer sign comes out uh-huh. and i'm just like a fucking just yeah a uh, hopeless romantic i just buddy don't have to be a cancer to be a hopeless romantic because this taurus right here has got you bro i'm right there yo i'm a taurus moon or rising. i don't know what i don't know Whatever what the middle one is. is i'm a um, moon taurus moon i'm a Taurus. i don't know what this shit means <laughs> i have no clue I don't know what this um, means. All I know is every woman that I've dated who asked me what time I was born has hurt my feelings. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a tweet that was like uh, a picture of a woman just crying at her phone. And the quote was, um, I asked him for the uh, the time he was born and he 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 knew it right away. <laughs> so good um well okay it's almost done the date's almost done this is a cute moment that i think made your bitter heart swell uh they have lights in balloons and things written on the balloons and the balloon says tell me a secret and katie goes i have a secret and andrew's like well what is it and she's like i like you and then they kiss and i was like stop it if she did that to me i'd lose it um anyway uh they you know uh katie has a talking head she says uh, you know, we have fun. It's playful. The way we kiss, there's like a physical chemistry. I hope this is the start of falling for him. You know, and that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, time for the dinner. Talk about absent parents, divorce, sports, belonging, all this stuff. And then Andrew says, I am so all in on this whole thing, which leads me to this next part. And I hate that I have to have this conversation. But the fact that I am means that I truly see something between us. Mm-hmm. I am a black man. You are a white woman. Interracial couples, there's things that people look at differently. One of my exes was worried about having mixed children. I know her. She's not racist. She was worried about going to the grocery store and being asked, are these your kids? They won't look like her. And it was tough for me. And Katie tears up. She goes, that breaks my heart. I feel naive of the struggles you experience. Know that for me, I think our love could be so beautiful and our children would be just as beautiful as that love and 
I don't give a fuck when people want to look at me. And he goes, I don't give a fuck as well. I'm glad we're on the same page. As long as we've got each other, we keep our children safe. And she goes, I'm a strong woman and I will be a mama bear. And he goes, let's go. And I thought that was yeah, sweet. This, this was Very really cute. cute. So there, there was a lot of things I loved about this moment. One. Yes. Um, I very much just we texted it to each other. Yeah. This conversation Andrew S having that conversation was what we wanted out of Matt out of, James's season. Yes. These yes. real discussions about interracial dating and how dating is so intertwined uh-huh. with like how race is so like the fact of like it's like someone myself i've always in my in my entire life i have always lived in over overwhelmingly white spaces yes. so because of that i've like admittedly i've mostly dated white women not because of like preference or anything like that that's my only option like that's it's like it's not that I haven't tried to date more women of color. I have, and it just hasn't. Like You are in Seattle. I am in Seattle <laughs> where they make white people. And like, it's an export. It's and so like, because of that, the few times I've gotten to go on a date with someone who was of like Latin descent or was black or was Asian. Uh, a lot of our date is just us bonding over being like, white people am i right like uh-huh. that's that's a factor and there's just so much relief of like being able to talk about shit and not having because there's so many times where in like like for example just like with the with the camping shit that's like mm. minorities we're like yeah we're not gonna go fucking camping are you kidding me that's how we're gonna get killed by like racist backwards people whereas like that's something i have to explain to white women I've dated and they just don't understand. It's like, well, I don't get it. Like I used to go camping all the time. Yeah. I used to go camping all the time. This, this, and that. Or it's just like, I remember one time I was on a date with this white girl. uh, And she was just, she was talking about like, yeah, like I remember like when I was in high school, college, like I got in trouble for shoplifting like this, this, and that. And she was like, have you ever shoplifted anything? And I'm like, no. She's like, you've never shoplifted anything at all. I was like, no. She's like, I can't believe, oh my god you're like such it you're like such a little nerd you haven't shot with uh-huh. anything and i want to be like because they're watching me when i come in the store they're expecting me to steal of hmm. course i'm not gonna shoplift are you kidding me the fuck is wrong with you we live different fucking and that shit happens all the time and it's never it's and it's and it's it happens with people who are like i'm a liberal i'm progressive and uh-huh. i'm doing the listening and i posted uh-huh. a black square and all that shit but uh-huh. then they do shit like that and then i get equated for as this like boring dude when it's just like no we live two fucking separate worlds so mm. the shit that you think is normal and you consider adventurous and stuff i'm not gonna do because that is life or death when you are a certain shade or darker so mm-hmm. it's like the fact of having this conversation on tv is just like it's just so, it's just so relaxing, uh, not relaxing. It's just so like, it, it touches a, a spot. Cause it's just like a lot of the frustration that has come from interracial dating of just like shit yeah. that I've had to keep in mind and this, this, and that. And the fact that they had that conversation and you bring that shit up, which is something that Matt James, I don't, I don't care. I'm just going to, uh-huh. Matt James is too much of a fucking coward to have a conversation like that. And 
there could be reasons why he did it. There could be reasons. Could be, it a, could be that we just didn't get the conversation, but I don't know that we didn't. Right. You know what I mean? I and think, it, yeah. Andrew yeah. S had it, which was great. And then Katie's response to, as Andrew S was saying this, I was, after I was done celebrating it, I was immediately like, what the fuck is Katie going to say? Because Katie's either going to say a good thing or she's going to oh. say that textbook white person mm. i'm trying to look progressive and i'm going to say all of the right terminology and all of the words uh, but katie's response felt genuine and felt mm-hmm. real of i don't give a fuck when anyone said anyone comes from me and my mixed race babies i'm gonna slap the shit out of them that's mm-hmm. and that's that to me her reaction felt it didn't feel like this i'm gonna be like on this high horse it felt like a genuine yeah. like i don't give a fuck if my if my kids are purple I'm a I'm a be a mama bear. Well, and that's I'm a like sure. that. See, that's a complicated thing because the I don't care if my kids are purple is like also a that's like another micro racist thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> OK, yeah, it's good that, that she didn't say purple. It's yeah. Good so she, yeah. I don't care if you're white, black, purple. You're like, no, 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 no. You have to care that they are black children. That is important for me to let you know, like you right. have to recognize that your children will with me. Your children mm-hmm. with me are going to be black children right. and you will be raising black children right. and they will grow up and experience life differently from you, a white woman. And that is the conversation that is being had right here. Right. And this is something like, again, living with kicks was such a, a beautiful thing to happen. Uh, and I, I miss I miss living with kicks a lot because she was so good to me about like if I ever was curious about anything about like breaking being a this black person down. like she or she would watch something we'd watch something together and she'd be like okay we need to pause and I need to explain to you do you understand why this is frustrating and I'd be like is it because of this she'd be like good and then we'd continue watching <laughs> or I'd be like I think I know but I'm scared to say and she'll be like I'll explain it you know what I mean so right like that me saying that part being like no you have to care about them being black because they are black that is me saying exactly what kicks has told me before uh and also why i wish kicks was here right now because this conversation she's like there's no way there's no other way to do this but to have the conversation like this right away because if you're not in on that understanding we won't get there you know what i mean because i mean when we had last season when we had she's told me that yeah when we had iffy and bria uh on yeah if he and i were saying it as a joke but it's a real thing of like when you are black Mm -hmm. and you are dating white women there are three types of white women that you're going to encounter white women who are dating you because they just genuinely find you attractive right they just (laughs) they, they date who they find attractive right there are white women who are dating you because it is their thing that they yes they Black, and usually those type of white women too it's like the blackest of men where it's like i only date ball players and wide receivers and then then there's the white woman who it's like they've always dated pasty white men mm. they dated a pasty white man broke up and their version of experimenting is mm. dating men of different races getting it out of their system and then going back to dating <sighs> the most pastiest of white women i'm not to talk about people getting it out of their system but it's true it's, i know it's no no i recognize that like i understand right. but it just it doesn't take away from the fact that like we are speaking about human beings and saying let's get this out of your system mm-hmm. let's 
you will connect with these people of different backgrounds than you mm-hmm. and different ethnicities than you. And that will just be a phase for you to feel like, you know, a certain way and then go back to like, like you're going backpacking in Europe. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and the reason why people. I say it's a thing and not just a coincidence that after right. yes. you dated someone of color, you dated a white, it's because a lot of those type of people, and this applies mm-hmm. to white men as well, but like a lot of those people, it's like, almost like everyone they're dating is of color during that period and then boom something happens where it's like never again and it's like Mm. no 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 if this was truly not what this is there would have been another person of color in there at some point Mm. and it's like yeah I, i know it's brutal to say but it's like it's something they like it's like it's a phase they go through this phase of also trying to be like Look how like look at me. I have a black boyfriend. Or like yeah, boyfriend. yeah. I have this. Oh. I have or I have a black girlfriend or I have a brown girlfriend. Or it's and like all that. yeah. Or you know I dated a black guy once. It's like oh my right. god. That you you're talking about it like a backpack you own. Like that's fuck, dude. Right. Like, I don't know. Or the amount of times like a woman I was dating just unprovoked was just like we would have beautiful mixed race babies and it's just like don't don't say that to me. Uh, oh, that's, we that's are a real not on that level. That, like yeah. and also, why do you have to specify mixed race? Like I know the deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I I recognize the difference in our complexions. Like I think I can piece it together. If you said we would have beautiful babies, yeah, but you went. We would have beautiful mixed race babies. Yeah. Like, yep. I don't know, man. It's it's like it's like when people are like, oh, again, uh, a thing that kicks has, mm-hmm. you know, like, man, living with kicks like felt like just such a boon to me being like, OK, I want to be a good person and you are making this very easy for me. <laughs> 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 But yeah, uh, all of this we would to just say, sit and talk so much and yeah. like watch so many things and be like, this interaction here is a problem. Why is it a problem? I'd be like, mm-hmm. because that fucking sucked. And she'd be like, OK, be serious. <laughs> it wasn't like she was quizzing me on everything, but it's right, like, right, we, right, 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 you right. know what I mean? It was just yeah. it was more. It's fun. And I yeah. uh, I wish she was here because like. You know, like we've had that conversation. We talked about it. She's like, when I'm dating somebody, like, I don't think that, you know, she's like, there's no way to n- not have that conversation right away if you're dating somebody who is white or of another ethnicity. And like, especially if your intentions are like, we're going to be yes, serious. Exactly. You got to get in right away. Like, yeah. at least be like, you have to be thinking about it. And maybe I'll check in with you later down the line and be like, have you recognized that you're okay with it? And I don't want to be too invested or something, but right. yeah, like the, the group chat, um, you know, we, we have a couple, uh, uh, people of color in there, like, uh, you know, in, and just like being like, I'm glad this conversation is happening, you know, just messaging on it and how refreshing it is to have this conversation on TV and how like, you know, it's good. Um, and then how Katie's response was good and how like, you know, this is all very good. You know what I mean? But it's also just the first conversation. Like this is, you know what I mean? It's so much more complicated than that. But it's like, you have to, like, you are aware that you will be having black children. Yes. If we are married and have children. Uh-huh. Okay. I will check back with you 
on that when I describe my experiences growing up and see how you react and think, oh, maybe I don't want to be a parent of somebody who is going to have to experience that. I don't have the fortitude to like, you know what I mean? Right. Or like, maybe I have to brace myself for something like that. Or like the talk that I got is not the talk you got. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So the, uh, the, uh, just like, I didn't get a talk like that, uh, no? from my mom, but basically the talk I got was like, you have to do well in school. Mm-hmm. And you can't get in trouble outside of school because if you get in trouble or if you don't do well in school, it's over for you. Mm. And in like that's like that that scandal scene with Olivia Pope and her dad at the airport hangar that kicks also told me to watch. Oh, I never about, I never watched that show. Like you have to be better than everybody else to just get at the ground floor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean let's let's dive back in here. Uh Katie says no one's gonna say amazing more of that. Pretty very happy this conversation there. Like, you know, I I, I hope it marks a change in the Bachelor franchise, you know. Like, I hope it marks like these kind of conversations being aired and had and understood by the viewer. Like, I'm not I'm not plugged in on Reddit. I'm not in on like the the websites that are like the forums or whatever that are talking about the show or anything. I'm not really on Twitter besides to check out a couple memes of the show. I'm not following the conversation around it. I just want to talk about the episode as I see it and maybe a little bit of batch news here and there. I don't know what people are thinking about this, but I hope that they are understanding like this is a different life. Mm -hmm. This is something to consider and note that it's not because it's like black people living that life. It's because of the way white people have been perceiving and treating these people and like fucking systems in place and all that like man the first time i remember i there was a stabbing at a venue that i was at during a festival and we had to call an ambulance and the cops and uh the my friend uh i don't want to say his name so i'm going to give him another name um paul my buddy paul uh his friend Dan got stabbed and Paul was really worried about Dan and Paul and I were hanging out outside and he was like, I can't, I can't go next to him right now. He's like getting low. Dan's being loaded into the ambulance and being taken care of by other friends of ours. But I'm with Paul like, dude, why are you over here? Like, he's like, I just can't be near cops. Like, I don't feel safe or comfortable around cops. And I'm like, I'm like, like 18 at the time. And I'm like, dude, it's cops. They're here to help out. It's like, you don't know that like i was like okay he's like i was like i don't know what what's the deal he's like i don't have that kind of relationship with cops i don't trust them and like it's just something that i i know that i've been treated differently because like and then he was like i'm black you're white cops like you and i was like that's a wild way to put it and i didn't you know hadn't thought about it that way and so you know he didn't hop in the ambulance with dan so paul i got paul in my car and i drove him to the hospital uh, to be with Dan and like Dan's whole story is fucked. I got to tell you about that another time. But the point is like, that was, that was really the first time it, it was brought to my attention that like my relationship, like that's something that because he, he told me in the car, it's like when I was growing up, it's like, no cops are going to treat you differently based on your skin. And that's a conversation I had with my family. That's like uh actually, to be honest, when I was in LA this past weekend, literally mm-hmm. the first night we were there, me and my mm-hmm. homies after we all got to the hotel checked in we 
like we were staying in Santa Monica and a bunch of shit was closed. And we found this one random as pizza bar that was right. open. Uh, so we're like, let's pull up. And we pull up. It's a great time. We're having fun. We're chilling. Nice. And then I don't know if this man was homeless. I don't know if he was just overly drunk. Uh, but he just starts a confrontation with uh, the staff there. And yeah. they kick him out. And uh, I have like an alarm going off. I don't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> I can hear it. You want to turn it off? Yeah, give me one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's doing that, I'm going to say thank you for listening. If you are this deep in the podcast, you must really like us and The Bachelor or Bachelorette. And we appreciate you being here. Please follow us on social media uh, individually at Topher Mejia, uh, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A, and at was, Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A, yeah, so they- and at We Didn't Get a Rose. Back to the show. <laughs> uh, so they kick him out, and then uh, as they're kicking him out, uh, this one white woman who was there very drunk, uh, mm. She like she I think she also worked at the bar. She was just off that day. Sure. Uh, she's outside with the uh, the other bartenders chilling uh-huh. and she walks in and we're like, we're like, yo, is everything good? Like, y'all, uh-huh. y'all good. And she's like, don't worry. Everything's going to be OK. We called the police. <laughs> and she's as she said that I, I, I held oh. back my tongue. I was like, you mean to tell me you called the LAPD and you're going to look me in the eye and tell me everything's going to be fine. Look, that's not, not, let's not forget the LAPD. Not good for anybody. (laughs) (laughs) The track record on the LAPD not been great uh, uh, at all. (laughs) Like the fact I was like, my friends and I, we started, we instantly caught that. And started yeah. making jokes about that. Of course. Of just like the cops are going to show up and be like, we heard there was vandalism and starts immediately looking at me and my friend Paul, uh-huh. who he's Puerto Rican, and just be like, oh, no, no, no. It was this other person. Can the cops just be like, no, 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 no. We're still going to, they fit a description. We have a sketch. We're, yeah, yeah, exactly. We have a sketch that looks nothing like them, but we're here. This is what we uh-huh. do. Uh, so it's just like shit like that, where it's just Yo. like based off of like what you said, where it's just like, but that's I, what I know saying. she didn't. She didn't mean anything malicious of it or anything like no, that, but it's just not. like, yeah, uh, sis, I don't, I don't, I don't think those words mean what you think they mean. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, I learned about that shit when I was 18 and that feels late for me to hear about a whole experience of people that I've even known for a very long time. You know what I mean? Like white people should also get the talk talk, you know, mm-hmm. they should also hear about like, look, man. Sometimes shit's going to go down for no other reason, but some people are going to be targeting uh, folks with different skin color than yours. And that is it is up to you to recognize what's going on and get involved like you. You got to step up or recognize when, you know, you're maybe benefiting from shit like that and uh, make sure that you even that playing field, man, like do something about it. So. We're back on talking about racial relations and uh, the racial dating and uh, what it's like to be uh, in America. And uh, so Katie says no one's going to come in between what beautiful children we can make. I never had to think that way. 
All I want in life is love. I want a beautiful family, regardless how they look. And Andrew says, I'm falling for your heart. I believe in love. You're getting me really close. I've never connected with someone like this. That is a very nice way to say all of those things. I really like that. And then I also really liked what Katie says afterwards, which was, Andrew, I think you're fantastic. I, if I don't say it enough, know that I think you're an amazing man. I believe you'd be the best husband, the best father. I feel very fortunate that you're here with me right now. Andrew is stoked. And the thing is, as much as I loved everything that was said, part of me felt like those are words that you tell somebody that you're breaking up with. Um, so it, it was a little bittersweet. Katie says, I have one more surprise for you. And it's a hot tub. And Andrew says, I definitely feel like I'm falling in love with Katie. I'm a happy man. And Katie has a talking head after giving him the rose. And she says, Andrew's one of a kind. I can tell he's going to be a very good husband and father. I can see myself with Andrew at the end of all this. And that feeling is so damn good. The he's going to be a very good husband and father. That that feels like distancing language. And I'm a fr- I don't like that, you know, as much. It, I really like them to get like. I don't know. I think it's I think it's Katie recognizing that in the moment that she has a gem of Andrew S, mm-hmm. but she is not feeling feeling it. But the it way feels for like they're him feeling that it. you he, know what I mean? Right. I think she has chemistry and all that, and she does genuinely mm-hmm. like him. Yeah. I think her feelings for Michael and Greg are way stronger for sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna speak Andrew through S this is because a to her. Which is so such a bummer. I'm gonna speed through this, and um, and get through it because this cocktail party. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Katie walks in that red dress. Oh my god. Uh, look, I'm over how hot she is. You guys don't need to hear me talking about it anymore. Uh, it's obvious I'm making stronger connections. I see my husband in this room. Justin is the first to talk to her. He comes up with a game that is so dumb and confusing, but it's basically yes or no questions. It's like, I accept no or no, but thank you for your feedback. And then it's like, do you prefer a chill night versus going out? She's like, I prefer a chill night. I'm I'm not going to go through the phrasing that they have here because it's so stupid. It's like, would you be down if I joined your co-ed volleyball team? She's like, no. He's like, I'd be down. Uh, would you rather go a year without music or a year without sex? And she's like, mm, I think I want a year without sex. And he's like, so you want the year without sex? She's like, no, 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 I want sex. I went, I meant it the other way because it was a confusing game. And I'm not going to reiterate that confusing way. She's like, no, I want sex. I'd rather go without music. And I'm like, is it this crazy being hot? Because I go a year without fucking like it's nothing. And you guys need to chill. Like music is everywhere. Are you telling me that you guys just fuck nonstop? Because like, look, I can't just like call up somebody and be like, you want this. I know like the only people that are interested in sleeping with me are literally on the other side of two countries. So like, I do not understand how you guys are out here being like, Oh my God, could you believe going a year without sex? And I have to be like, yeah, crazy. Right. (laughs) It's like that meme from that, um, that movie with like Jennifer Aniston and I think it's either like Jason Sudeikis or uh, we're the Millers. Yeah. We're the Millers where they're doing the meme of like, Oh, you got paid this much and all that. Where it's just like one person being like, you haven't had sex in a week. And one person's like, you haven't had sex in the like, in a in year. Or he's like, you haven't had sex in a month. You haven't had sex in the, in a year. And, and then you're like, just like, y'all are having sex. 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's like it's not like I don't, I'm not. Okay, so this is another thing that Kix and I used to work at the same store together, and I we were talking about this with Pam. It's like I'm always so oblivious about who is fucking who, and mm-hmm. Kix like at home was like, "Oh boy, she's still after this guy again." And I'm like, "Again? What do you mean?" It's like, "Oh yeah, they've been fucking forever." I'm like, "Excuse me, them?" And she's like, "Yeah, but it got messy because he started fucking with her." And it's like them and like i just there's so much the thing is it's like i'm just like this fun sweet baby who disappears when everybody's starting to be like well time to talk fuck with everybody and i'm like i'm not even part of these conversations you don't yeah, want to tell I, me you're fucking. i'm always the anyway, last to find out i'm always the last like that always the last me off i'm a messy bitch i love tea i like gossip. i love tea give me a sip i want in but also Look, I am fun as hell. Like, I, you think I'm not going to gas you up if you're telling me some shit? Come on. Anyway, but also, I'm. what's up? Uh, so Hunter is fucking annoying. He has a rose, but he's like, I want to have time with Katie. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Then he talks about being aggressive and he's like, that's what worked. And it's like, dude, that's not that's the wrong message to take away here. You weren't aggressive like romantically you were aggressive physically against other men that's the aggressiveness we're talking about here uh and he's like as far as i'm concerned it's me and her and then jane's like tonight's a big night i want to build on momentum they spot hunter and hunter's about to go get katie for one-on-one time and james and aaron complain about him and james is like i'm pissed because he'd have said something he would have something to say if the situation were reversed, which, yes, I agree. Hunter was bitching and complaining about all these other guys having time with her when they already had roses or like mm-hmm. having time and not having time for him. Like he was already such a piece of shit about that. Yeah. James interrupts Hunter. Hunter's like, nah, he's like a fucking ape about it. He's scary in the way that I hope he gets launched into the fucking sun and people like him also go with. Like, I don't need more hunters in the world. I think yeah. the thing, I don't know about the person Hunter. But the version of Hunter that they're giving us on this show, yeet that shit into the sun and hope it like stops global warming by a little bit. We're all we applaud your service. That's the honor you should be getting. But that's nothing. Nothing else. Uh, James gets told like five more minutes. He comes back and gets to sit with Katie and then Aaron, Trey and James all confront Hunter and they can they compare Hunter to Thomas. And Trey's like the last time I had a rose going into the cocktail, I waited to be last. And Andrew is like, I would be fuming if I heard somebody with a rose was like going in on one on one time right now when all these other guys don't have that time. And Hunter says they can be mad, whatever. I don't care. Courtney and Brandon also have a conversation about it. But then Hunter sits next to them and they're just like, yeah, it's pretty shitty, right? Because time is so rare here and we don't get much of it. And they're just still having the conversation while Hunter's there. And it's like, do you think this is sinking in, guy? Trey goes, now it's two ceremonies in a row that I don't get time. That's a full stop moment. Like, should tell you something, man. I don't think she's into you, Trey. Like, you got to make peace with that. Yeah. Katie is into the rose ceremony. I want you guys to know I'm taking this seriously. It's important for me to follow my gut no matter what happens going forward. Who already has roses? Blake, Hunter, and Andrew S. And we got roses for Greg, which, ugh. Fuck Greg, but Greg gets a rose. Aaron, Michael A, Connor B, James, Justin, Mike P, aka Virgin Mike, 
Brandon, which I put Brandon LOL after it. Uh, and then Trey. So and then Courtney and no joke, literally two men I have absolutely no recollection of are out of here. Who are these guys? These last two guys that get scooted out with Courtney. I have never seen them a day in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 re- not- I, I recognize one of them as the guy who consoled Michael on the date, like talking about his late wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's about it. Like Courtney, I know his name because it's a Q Q U. Yeah, which I'm it's like so fucking weird. Yeah, but I'm also like, oh, you know what? If his parents heard that right now on the podcast, they'd be like, that's why we did it. You're remembering his name, huh? That's why we did it. So that's a good thing, you know. But otherwise, he'd be just as forgettable. Or I'd be like, that's the toilet paper guy. And that's the episode. And oh, like, it's yeah. also very nice to return to the familiar episode structure of ceremony, like cocktail, cere- like the dates, cocktail ceremony. And then I'm not talking promo. I do not care for the promo. I hated that they showed us that much of the promo. They I don't like that bad. one bit. So, Chris, I want to know what you think about this episode. And I think we haven't done our hometown predictions. So I figured... I might as well kick off hometown predictions here okay. and say that I know for sure who the top three are. I can name fantasy suites, but I don't know if I can name hometowns. Um, so I think fan, let's just do fantasy suites. <laughs> um, I can do hometowns. I, I think you can do I, hometowns. Who do you think are going to hometown? So I think, uh, let me pull up the, Oh, I can do hometowns too. Okay, yeah, no, I I forgot one of the guys. Let me just I, real quick have it like in front of me. I'm gonna name um, four guys, and you're probably gonna be like exactly. It's the same. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say Greg. Yep. Andrew S. Yep. Connor B. Yep. Michael A. Yep. Yeah, those are the four. That's those guys four. are the ones that make sense. I think. To be honest, I think this is going to pain for me to say. Don't do it. Andrew S. is going to go to hometowns, but he's not going to get farther than that because I don't think yeah. I don't think Katie really sees anything with Andrew S. I think Which Katie kind of recognizes that Andrew S. is a gem and mm-hmm. wants to keep him around to give him a It's a shame. But I don't think it's a genuine keeping no. around. It's a shame. Um, I think, I think Michael also S. Based definitely... The Michael top two is going to be Greg and Michael A. Well, that's the thing is like based on promos, I don't know if that's correct because they gave too much sure. away. And I, uh, you know, but that said, I want to hope that it's Michael A. And I want to hope it's Michael A and Andrew S. You know but what? I know I it's think... not going to be the case. I hope Greg's family outs him as a fucking piece of shit. I think now that I think about it, that's a good point because the promo. I think Connor wins it all. Greg is number two. Ugh. Andrew Ras gets a hometown. Michael A has to dip. Man, I hope game. Katie. I hope Katie like with the last three. If Michael leaves, I hope Katie's just like I don't know. I just really liked him, and she just like goes to spend a couple months with where him wherever he's living, and they work that out. I think that there's something so real with Michael A. In a way that I'm like, even if he is here really er- like soon, I think that there's something about him and Katie together that I really like. I think that they're so sweet. And um, 
man, I know we're both romantics and we can see it, but uh, Chris, we got to talk about Rose and Thorn. Who's who's got your rose? Who's got your thorn or what? What? Okay, go ahead. My um, which call it? Uh, rose or thorn? My rose is the Andrew S. Talk. Uh, uh, my thorn is Hunter. Like, yeah, big time. L- this is I hate men who treat. Yes. vying for a woman's attention as a competition yes absolutely like i understand this is a competition show this is that for sure but, but like you're like equating like oh her attention is the prize and all that is just more is making a person's emotions materialistic and i fucking yes. hate that shit I can't stand it. You're wanting to win because of your ego and not because you legitimately care about this. 100%. Yes. I hate that shit. I'm going to pick two different things for Rose and Thorn, but know that it's only because you got them first. Like, I just don't want to repeat what you did uh, because I 100% agree. Those are what I was going to say going in. Uh, But I'll figure out what that rose is too good for I'm going to have to think on that. But the because the rose would have been that conversation. And just the Andrew S date was was a big one for me. Yeah. Um, but I'll say my thorn. Yes, it's Hunter. But I think my thorn is going to be. Courtney with that toilet paper, like, man, what is wrong with you? Courtney with the toilet paper and Katie being like, I love this. It's like, no, both of you need to sit down. You're in timeout. Get out of here. Um. My rose, okay. My rose are it's okay. My rose is gonna go to three funny moments that made me laugh out loud while watching. First thing is the fact that Blake says I'm afraid of horses, and the and the producers made it a horseback riding date. That made me laugh because I don't like Blake, but it would have made me mad if it was somebody I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other rose is Blake going, "Let's go on the horse," like asking if there's a pedal. Because that made me that genuinely was like, let's go like what's what's go as if it's a fucking switch. It's and then like, oh, you've never seen a horse before. Right. And um, and I think the other one that came to mind was Mikey saying, I'm going to talk to you in sports terms and I would like to be at first base. And she goes, oh, yeah. And he and as they're leaning in. He explains like first base means let's kiss and that's good because we're doing it right now. Essentially, is the energy. It reminded me of you know Kroll show, uh, mm-hmm. publicity, and how it's like. And we, my name's Liz, and my name is Liz, and our publicity firm is Publicity. And then there's a long pause, and Liz goes, "It's based off our names." <laughs> and like we didn't, like we don't know. Like the uncomfortable silence is like he's leaning in. He's like, it would be great if we kiss right now. And it's like, that's. <laughs> I would like to be at first base. I would like to kiss you right now as they're going in for a kiss. It's just so funny to me. And I so I laughed at those three things. And I think that's a good enough batch to have the th- rose to not even stand up to or compared to the Andrew date and conversation. So that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on on social media, 
Give us a, a rate and review us. I forgot to mention that. Give us five stars. Don't do don't make it this far and not give us five stars. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Next week we have a ooh, we have a fun guest next week. And and oh, another fun guest. I almost said it. I don't want to say it in case somebody has to back out. But like I'm excited about next cool. week's guests. Um, cool. we got a fan favorite and somebody that I'm just excited to have on the podcast for the first time. And that I'm like, oh, my God, we they're coming on. Ooh, spicy. So, um, yeah, so that's great. We didn't get a rose. Let's check it out next week. We love you. Ding dongs.